Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. As promised, this is your Down and Dirty bonus episode for this week. And in this bonus episode, you're going to hear Tiffany Teasdale's full interview from September 20th, 2006. Like I said in this week's main episode, I didn't play the interview because the sound quality is terrible. Now, I've done the best I can to try to clean it up. I've ran it through three different softwares and about 20 different processes, trying to get it to where it's at least listenable. But I'll warn you up front, the sound quality is bad. It's really hard to hear. With that being said, the transcripts are already posted on our website under the Season 12, Episode 30 case files. So you can use those transcripts to read along as Tiffany is giving her interview, or you can just read them and not put yourself listening to this. But as promised, I wanted to make sure the full interview is available for you if you want to hear it. So without any further ado, after a quick break, here it is, Tiffany Teasdale's September 20th, 2006 interview. Texas Ranger James Holland is a legendary interrogator. They call him the serial killer whisperer. You can't hide those indications, and that's why yesterday I knew that he did it. But now, shocking interrogation tapes reveal how the super cop really operates. And that's why they asked me to come in, because I'm special. From something else, The Marshall Project and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Smokescreen. Just say you're sorry. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, today is September 20th, 2006. Time is about 9.50 in the morning. And I'm speaking with Tiffany Teasdale. Sunday afternoon. 
afternoon, about two or three in the afternoon. Okay, can you talk to her on the phone? Mm-hmm. I talked to her at least five times over Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Um, was she at home or? She was at home. And um, she had those two days off. And my my cousin Louise just had a baby on Thursday, and so she wanted to come out and see the baby. However, um, it is really strange because my mom and this was going through, she's been going through, um, you know, change of life. And she hasn't had like a period of years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she's hemorrhaging and, you know, so much unreal. And I said, Mom, you really need to go to the doctor. You have insurance. Go to the doctor. And it's affected. Okay. And I kept urging her and urging her to go to the doctor. And she said, no, it's okay. It'll be okay. And I said, I'll drive down and I'll take you, whatever it is. And because um, she was supposed to come up to my house on Saturday. Okay. Um, because she had said, I'd really like to come up. She never mentioned the baby, which is really weird. She said, I really, really want to come up, but I need somewhere to stay. And I said, okay, so you can stay here with me. And she's like, okay. And she jumped at the chance. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird thing because my mom and I have a strained relationship. I mean, it's loving and fair, but it's just not close. Um, and... Um, Close being, you don't talk about everything or... Right, and we don't communicate a whole lot. I mean... How often do you guys talk? Uh, I mean, before, like, just recently, I mean, gosh, I mean, it needed to go, like, once or four or months. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, and it's been like that since I moved out of 16 always been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and um, since I've had Nathan, you know, I was think like, oh, my grandma, you know, and mm-hmm. she's just never really been there. She's never really called to see how he was. I thought maybe it would change. It never said. And how old is he now? Six? He's six. Just six and all. And then you have another baby also? No, no. Just okay. Okay. Um, no, it was my cousin that had a, had a baby on Thursday. Oh, okay. Monique. And um, so when she called me and said that she definitely needs some more trip, I thought, fine, you can come stay here. She said, okay. My mom's never asked to stay with me. Um, She's never asked to come up and be with me. Has Um, she ever been up to your house with you? Yeah, I I just graduated um, from UCLA in Mm -hmm. June, so Mm -hmm. she came up for that. Um, But I I live... um, she had an ex-boyfriend many years ago after the divorce, and I actually lived at his house. He lived there, too. Who's that? Um, his name is Chuck. 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 K-U-M-D-E. And it, it just never worked out between them, but my sisters and I were probably a really nice person. And when I got accepted, I was living in the desert. When I got accepted in UCLA, he's been a bachelor for life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your bedroom house. So why don't you and Nathan move in? You can go to school and not have to worry about jobs, any other stresses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started to make the years at the same school. But there's, there's always been this tension 
more weird that she asked mm-hmm. if she could stay with Shelly Eadie when and before it was like, Mom, I thought she'd come out and come out and well, you know, and Yay. Charles in there. Right. And mm-hmm. and it's probably been, you know, like twenty feet. Mm-hmm. Whereas this time it was like, I really need someone to stay and I was like, it was shocking. And I was like, Okay, come stay with me and she was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was so easy. I was like, that was what it was um, and she was like, and then she said, yeah, this was your conversation on Saturday? On, sa- on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And she said, I really, really want to come up and try to She needed to be made, she was surprising. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's what she would mention, and she didn't. She just kept saying, she really wanted to come up and And this is weird, because she didn't spend time with Nathan. Um, all the time she spent time with Nathan is Stephanie. Um, lived with me for a year and a half, and I put her through senior year of high school and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, what was that? She came and lived with me um, in the summer, uh, summer of 2003. At 15. She graduated in 2004, um, and she came up the summer before just before that school year. Like in 03? I think it was 03. Yeah, it had to have been. And she went to school up there? Yeah. You know what school? Hart High School. And, um, you know, things just weren't that great. Really, 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 Really fantastic for her. I mean, she went to a CGV straight and, you know, got the driver's license and she started modeling, acting, tons of friends, and told me all of her. It was great. So they lived there for about a year? Really positive. Yeah, I think that year, year and a half or so. It was so positive for her. Um, you know, just always had food, clothing, whatever she needed. The pictures, yearbook, and you never struggle with an issue. You know, so, but I've always had that role with her, that kind of parental role. Because my mom was getting divorced around, and, you know, she's younger than the oldest, and we were kind of attached. And so I've always been that favorite with her. So it was very easy. Tell me more about the conversation you had on Sunday. So, so what happened is, um, um, she then called me on Sunday. Um, so I kept urging mom to go to the doctor. And she said, I'll go, I'll go. And I said, Mom, I know that voice. You're not going to go. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know you're not going to go. Um, but I really urge you to go. And she wants me to go. And she said, I'm not going to tell you anything I don't know. So she calls me Sunday and said, um, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to be able to make it up. I'm tired and it's not. But I really want to come out on the next day. That was this the call of like at 2.30? Um, you know, we talked a couple times that day. Um, and the last one being about 2.30? It's somewhere in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she wanted to confirm that she wanted to come on the next day. Off, and I was telling her, you know, that's the thing. And, mm-hmm. and she wanted to confirm that I emailed pictures to her. Okay. So, um... 
Sunday then, when the phone calls were all done, everything seemed okay. She mentioned a couple of strange things that kind of struck you funny, yeah, yeah. but nothing else that was like, you know. No, um, she was very good at keeping things um, secret. My mom, um, to be honest, she lived, um, she quite lived in she, she really I don't know if it was a mental, mental problem. My whole family knows. Um, she's just kind of delusional about me not being away. I mean, it's slight, but it's there. And, um, you know, so the big thing is always like, oh, we've got tons of money, you know, we're fine, we're living just fine. And then she'd call me and ask me to pay a mortgage, mm-hmm. you know. And, you 
you know, oh, yeah, we're doing just fine. Everything's great. And I find out from my sister that they didn't have propane for the last four months. And then cold shower, do you, you know, and, and no gas to go with. And then I would call out the gas man and fill up the whole propane tank. And so she lives in a delusional kind of world, and money has always been a delusional world for her. Mm-hmm. What do you know about Dom? So he's very controlling. He has an extremely explosive personality. Um, that he denied this as she thought it was really better. Um, you know, from my psychology training, people try to change bad events and make themselves feel better. Um, so years later, her story changed. But she called me many times when my mom first dated him. He moved in. She had some injuries, and there was, you know, he definitely was being in his own life. What about when John moved in, Tommy moved out. Okay. She moved in She came with me and couldn't stand him. One had nothing to do with him. She moved out. Drew was. I think Drew was there for a while and then Drew knew Um, I have been up there, um, let's see, I think I've been up there in 
It wasn't too long after I lived there that Bethany followed shortly, like six months. And she followed that you lived here in the desert? Yeah, I lived here. Where? In Palm Springs. Okay. Um, and that's, is that when you would see him more often? Yeah, because I would, you know, visit my mom. and, and But Bethany stayed with me a lot. And I took her to school. And she just was living a lot. And, you know, my mom had told me that he had been an alcoholic and a drug addict. And I heard the same thing from his kids. And that there was a lot of trouble. What kind of marriage were they talking about? My mom said it was everything. I don't, I don't, I don't, she never said anything specific, but I do know that. Did any of the other sisters say anything specific? No. No. Nobody ever said anything about any shady characters coming by the house or any time that you were there to see anybody? Nope. You know? Nope. Okay. You, You don't know about any of his friends? I, I'm not kidding. I do even think this man had anybody. I've never seen him with anyone else. He's always at the house. Um, and uh, if he's not at the house, then he's going to be at work, which wasn't very often. So he always stuck around the house. And I didn't really if he didn't work very often, um, he made most of the money for so. My mom did. I talked to him. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They moving pretty quick after they got... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't have anywhere else to go, and he, he saw a sucker, and he took it. Moved into the building? Yep, yep, just completely took over. And he took over my mom's opinion, and whatever he thought, it was in my mom's opinion, too. And it, it was hard. Who so does,
this is the house in Newhall. Like 
and uh, you know, for his sake or whatever, they can move that, talk to his body kind and fly. Well, if it's not them. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So, but I'm like, well, there must be people that live in that house and they do that. And so I already felt that way. Um, and I see he wants, you know, letting him tattoos, surgery, scars, you know, piercings. So I told him everything I could possibly remember. Mm-hmm. Did you already talk to the news also? I called. Um, the reason I'm asking you is because there's a huge article out this mm-hmm. morning. Oh, this morning. And, and it's stuff that they said that they got from you, so I need to know what you told oh. them because some of the things that are not true. Oh, okay. Um. And uh, I called, the only reason I called Marie is because she's only claiming Drew as a surviving daughter. Marie is. So I called her and I said, look, I just want you to have some factual information. There is more than one daughter. There's Tanya and she's the sheriff. Drew's in the Air Force. Uh, she's flying on Wednesday. And um, I'm also a daughter, you know, sort of surviving grandson. I just wanted some factual information because I kind of felt like um, with Ron and I, you know, not having a relationship, I didn't want to feel left out. I didn't, I didn't want to be excluded as a daughter. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted her to have factual information. Um, and the oh, old, a, lot of the, a lot of the news that they're putting out on this thing, we haven't even talked to them yet. We haven't given them a press release. And okay. keep throwing things out there, you know, investigators telling us this and that. She said that to me, too. And I was like, well, you know what, I haven't talked to an investigator. So. Well, just, just so okay. you know. Okay. She we haven't talked to them either. My, we haven't talked to them. Okay, because she keeps telling me mm-hmm. that she, she said, well, I'm not going to print anything until um, the investigators, you know, confirm it. But I haven't told her anything either. And yesterday she tried to press me for information. And I said, you know what? Nothing's been confirmed. I don't know if it's it leading one way or another. And I said, I can't tell you which way it's coming. Did you guys um, talk about dental records and things like that? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chum. Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't know if I mentioned because she kept wanting to know if they were confirmed identities. And I said, no, nothing's been confirmed. They haven't I positively identified any of the bodies. Um, and I said, and to do that, they need dental records um, to do that. I said, none of the bodies are positively identified. And I know I specifically told her that. Did you tell I know her, that's true. Did you tell her that we have all the dental records and we're working on that now? 
I told her that um, Ron called and said that he released dental records to um, to the coroner's office because the coroner's office kept asking, please get find a dentist, find something. We you know we need dental records. Um, you can do that in great items on my mom's work and ask them in the future insurance mm-hmm. and see if I could find a dentist. And then my grandmother called Ron um, and said, please ask him if he knows who the dentist was that we all went to growing up and stuff. They, I know they have stuff. And I knew he would know. And um, so then my grandmother um, told me that um, Ron had released the dental records to the coroner's office. Well, he released the name of the dentist. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, and they they do have they do have Becky's on the records. They don't have your mom. Okay. She hasn't been there since the night before. She actually went back in two thousand, but not to be checked. She went there for something else. I know she hasn't had insurance in so many years, and even though we kept pushing her with the job, she just won't get it year mm-hmm. after year. And so I know for my mom, it's just been years. I know that. I know. Um, I can't even tell you what's going on in the dentist. Do you know if, um, does your mom have any kind of, like, life insurance or other types of policies of any kind? I'm going to probably say no. They were really stressed for cash. This woman, you know, she never had insurance. Mm-hmm. And... You know, she's calling out me to mortgage and she has you know, cocaine and stuff like that. But I don't think they have the extra money to pay for life insurance, okay. to be honest. And if if she has it, it would probably only be because the company gave them life insurance or something like that. Work. Yeah. I really, I've never known that my mom has a life insurance policy. Um, and to be honest, I don't think they'd ever spend the money on it because they wouldn't be able to afford it. Alright. Um, do you know of anybody else that may have known either John or your mom? Anybody you can think of that No, I don't know about recently. You know. I mean, I know when I was here, um I didn't mean, it was just you know, like on the mountain in Janice. You know, we did um like when I was 19, in front of Dia John, like, they always have like a, um, like a home fellowship at the church up right. there where they all meet. And right. there's a small group of them, they all meet. Um, Janice was there, and there was Gary and Donna Mock. And then Snoops, they were up there, they were trying to meet me. I think they were um, And they were actually, actually the pastors, and they were like, they were um, and, you know, the only other people that we were close to is um, Sharon Coleman next door. Um, they're looking at the house on the left side of the wall cabin. Um, and we just need it from here. Um, and then the house on the right, when we had a huge fire up there, I mean, the house burned down. It was Egg Hydrant City. Um, I just recently found out that they sold the place and someone else is living there. But I still have contact with them, but I haven't contacted them since this. Um, and they were extremely close. 
to watch her. He talked my mom into letting me go to Palm Desert High School, mm-hmm. and he took me to school every single day and took me home every single day. And I spent many nights at their house, lots of time with them. He gave me away at my wedding. Oh, yeah. I'm very, very close to them. So um, I don't know if my mom ever talked to them. Do you know of any problems they had with any neighbors up there or um, if there was just any problem neighbors that lived up in the area, you know? We had that one big instance of tricking. Um, Ron had this relationship with him. I don't know why. I, I think I know why, but he could get guns and things that Ron collected, you know, secretly or whatever. Um, and so he kind of kept the camera open for Turkey. And um, Ron was very upset one day when I denied a collect call from him. He called from jail. And he was very mad. And he told me it was because he had a connection for some type of gun that he wanted. And um, how long ago was this? I think I was like 10 or 12 or something. Our house had been broken into. But before that... Like almost 20 years ago? Yeah. In the mid-80s? And I don't know what happened to him ever. I just knew that he was in jail because he shot a cop and killed him. Uh, and I guess it was uh, one of his first um, brothers or something. I don't know. But Ron was older quite often. This guy lived in a trailer not too far from us. And um, right after the robbery, he didn't break into the rest of the house, which the door was open. Um, he only broke into the garage. He took all kinds of stuff in the garage. But in our garage, you walk up three steps and you can open the door right into the house. And he never went, never went in the house. Um, and you're saying Kirk, you needed this? Yeah. And Did so... you that for sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was arrested and... Oh, yeah. And so when they came to... But, you know, Ron would take dinner all the time. My mom would make an extra plate and he always wanted to bring food. And um, I guess they came to confront him and they were going to arrest him for the robbery um, of our house. And he shot and killed a police officer that night. And this was up in Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of not-so-good people <laughs> that were living up there. I, I have other people up there trying to tell me there's such a tight-knit community that I think there's a bunch of derelicts and drug addicts and everything else up there. But um, So that was really the only thing. I mean, we've never had our house broken into again. Of course, we've always had a male problem. Like people always in the mail. that would help me in my investigation that I'm asking. Yeah, I've been trying to think that. I, I need to ask you that. Just, just trying to think. Um, you know, Becky's been broken up with Robert for quite a while, and he was very, very sweet. There was never any, anything. Um, you know, he actually broke up with Becky because he wanted to be the best girlfriend. So I don't think there's any animosity. They still call each other and love each other. And they're very, um, they're very nice and cordial to each other. It's fine. 
Do you know if your mom ever maybe strayed from home? That I don't think so. Um, Impossible? No. Not even. Not even. She was fully dedicated to him. Is that through like fear or did she really love him that much? She did everything for him? She claimed she did. Um, She claimed that she did. I don't know if it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, he was very controlling and, you know, pretty much told her what she chose and do. I mean, he was very controlling. And if he had an opinion about some political issue, my mom had the exact same opinion. I was like, Mom, come on. I'm like, you sound ridiculous. Like, do you even know what you're saying? Because you could tell, like, when someone doesn't really know what they're talking about, but they're taking someone else's opinion. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. I was like, you know, do you know what you're saying? Do you get it? And and you could just tell that it really wasn't her opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but he pulled her away from our whole family. Um, my mom used to go out to Santa Barbara at the time. She always spent time with us. Mm-hmm. And after he was in the picture, my mom pretty much never stopped with him. And I'd always come get my sisters. Um, bring them up to Canada, so I really try to keep the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I never liked that. I think he's a loser. He never wants to be charged for it, and I don't know anything about it. Did you ever hear anything from your mom? Did she ever mention anything to you about um, getting a large sum of money or having access to money and what she was going to do with it? She told me not too long ago that she owns the house. And I was like, oh, great. You know, and I told me out. And then afterwards, she was, because she was saying that things were lower in the trunk. She said, you're so wanting You're so tired. Why did you come into the house? I'm like, you need to get that thing off. Well, actually, I'm doing it anybody, you know, and working, you know, in your 80s or whatever. I'm like, I don't know why you did that. I don't know why. You know how long this should be fine? Like within the last year? Yeah, within the last year. And my aunt, that might be the only time you want, she actually told my aunt, because I didn't get a percentage, and all the stuff, so it was more specific. And maybe because she asked, but I don't know. Um, and so I'm like, why did you do that? You know, because I'm always looking out for her. Gosh. You know, the last thing I want to do is work till you're 90 or till you die. Like, mm-hmm. you're great. Um, but, like I said, she'd always say, oh, you're fine, I'm breathing, I'm fine. They're always fine. But reality was, they weren't. They weren't fine. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she never said that she had a lot of time. She don't know what she would if she took, like, extra money out or... Uh, something that somebody might uh, think she had at the house and can get it, or... I don't, I don't know. She really didn't have anything. Like, as far as I know, you know she... You know she banked? Um, I know she was out for one of her first federal. I don't know if she still has an account there, but mm-hmm. I know she also has an account in America. Uh-huh. So maybe she switched over to an account in America. And Becky has an account in America also. Okay. Um, I have an account in America. Um, did, they have, did they have a computer at home? Yeah. Okay. So Vicky would be on the computer and Becky would also? Mm-hmm. Yes, and John too. He's very controlling. 
and he would go through her email and delete her email. Like yeah, what his email address was? I think they used the, the same one. one. Um, you know, I actually at home I think I have another email address that was like Hayward at a different thing. I don't Not know. Earthling. I don't um, think it was Earthling. And um my mom just let it slip one day that, oh yeah, John goes in and he's the weak emails and you know what? And it always seemed that every time I sent my mom an email, he was going to need it for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just didn't want her to have any personal access or, you know, contact or whatever. But um, yeah, so they had a computer. Now, they have an old computer they used for years. And I guess somehow just recently, it's been the last year, they got a new computer. And I was like, Mom, how did you buy a new computer? Like, you don't have any money to buy a new computer. Oh, yeah, we're fine. And, but that's always the story. They're fine. Right. Um, you know, for my graduation, she bought me this beautiful black leather satchel and machine. Had to cost some money. But she also made me have a discount. She probably put on a charge card, whatever money for discount. Right. So, um, Did she ever mention to you anything about paying off any of John's debt? Oh, yeah. She said, um, and I was very mad about that. And I told her, absolutely not, you're not going to do that. What did she talk about? She said that he, um, because when my mom turned 65, she was supposed to get the retirement settlement or whatever money was due from work on the divorce or not. And, um, and she said when they got the money, she was going to take like $10,000 or something and pay off John's debt. And I said, what? You're not going to do any such thing. What was the debt for? And she said it was small, the alimony, and the child support, and some other debt. Um, wow. And, and I just told her, I said, you're not going to have debt. Absolutely not. I'm not going to let you do it. This is going to be the biggest mistake of your life. Mm -hmm. I said, you're going to pay off his debt. He's going to be home free, and the first thing he's going to do is walk out that door because now he can get his own apartment, he can get a job, he can get whatever else, and he'll use you to pay off that debt, and then he'll walk out the door. I said, you will not pay off. And then I went between, well, maybe it would be better to get rid of him. You know, maybe she should pay the debt, and then he can get out the door. So, but I never said that to her. I was just like, Mom, this is your money. You need to retire. You, you need to relax. Now. And so, yeah, so she did say that. And at one time, she even mentioned putting the house in Johnson and the whole family through a fit. Just through a fit. Well, you know what? Because he will boot you out of that house and he'll be left with the house. And you'll have nothing. And there's nothing you can do about it. So we hopefully she knows but as, as far as, as, far as, 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 as you know, she, she, she never did it. And as far as you know, she didn't pay? No, as far as I know, she didn't pay anything off of it because she never got the money. She was supposed to get it when she was 65 in another year and two months. Yeah. And then, you know, the only other you know, event that happened last summer was the whole investigation of Ron. And... You know, the FBI, um, you know, that was a huge thing. The FBI came and talked to her and confirmed that 
told me that the DA's office completely believed the story. They know it's true. Um, but my mom was incredible in that way. So she told him the exact story that I told him. And so, I mean, it was confirmed. And so that was, that was pretty huge. You know, that's the reason my sister moved back here to my mom. And it's she was really torn between really loving me, but in saying these allegations against her dad. And even though her dad never really had a relationship with her either, she still had dad. And so she was really torn. She needed a neutral place to go. Mm-hmm. So she so she moved out. Um, and now that was like the last thing I don't know. I don't know. What questions do you have for me? Um, of course, my whole family and I would love to know. You know, I mean, I pride myself to sleep every single night. You know, I think about my two hours of sleep like every night. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm devastated. mind that just keeps running and running like well maybe it's happened, maybe that happened. And it's, it's you know, it's too hard. And when I think mm-hmm. you know, at first the only thing we heard was that three bodies were found, you know, and there was a fire and I was like, Oh my god, why did my sister jump out the window? Well then I found out a body was found outside. And I said, That's Becky, I know it because she's got balls, you know, I mean she's a fighter and I was like, That's Becky if she's outside that was her, and I knew it. I was like, oh, my God, maybe she was on fire, and she panicked. And although the thing is, is where her window is, there's a little deck right underneath her window, and many times we all jumped out. But mm-hmm. it, so it was very habit. And I said, okay, if she just panicked, in her head, it was so routine, you know, because it was just fun, not that she had snuck out, but it was just kind of a fun thing to climb her ledge and jump down a few feet. Right. And I said, okay, I know that's where she went. She jumped out of the window, and... Um, you know, that's Becky that's outside. I know it's Becky. And um, I was like, what happened? You know, by the time she jumped out the window, she was like, yeah, what happened? You know, then we found out that it was a murder. And, um... Well, you said that.
night, I just cried and cried and he just they tortured her if they came after um John for something, you know, maybe they made my mom watch, you know, or she watched John and my mom watch while they did something to her or, you know, um I don't know, rape her or you know, um torture her and then kill her and make them watch her you know, on fire. I, I don't know. They thought she was racing them on and I and it hurts thinking that she had to suffer or you know, and I don't know. I don't know what the scenario is, but I just keep playing all these different scenarios in the head. Well, we're it was came out of the fire, okay. There was a body found outside in the in the world world, and it was on fire. So the two separate fires. Right. We know that it's <clears throat> obviously been set by somebody. Yeah. Okay. So what we have to do is run through all the different scenarios. Okay. Is it a murder suicide? Did somebody come in and do this or that or you know, how this thing go down? Okay, that's what we're working on right now. All right. Um as far as as far as identities go, okay, we don't know for sure who they are. I mean, we have our guesses just like you guys do, you know. We know who live there. Mm-hmm. Um, we know whose cars are there. Right. Okay. Um, as far as the female in the wheelbarrow, okay, as far as being raped, that's not going to be anything we'll ever know, okay, because of the damage done by the fire. But I can tell you that clothing was still on. Okay. So probably not rape. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> as far as causes of death go, I can't release that to you. Okay. I can tell you that um, from what I know right now, okay, they're still doing autopsy this morning as well. Okay. okay. From what I know now, um, the females, from what I know now, didn't suffer, okay? Okay. Um, as far as the burning goes, they were probably either deceased or unconscious when that happened. Okay. Okay. Um, no. Because there's only one person that did that. No. The person that did it. Oh, okay. okay. But through the autopsy, you were able to find that? Yes. I know, I know, oh. but that's what I'm saying. But I can't. But you can't release that information right. yet. Right. Um, if people knew that, then you wouldn't be able to find yourself that. Right. Right. You don't want to jeopardize the case, and I know those are questions that the family wants to know. Of course. You know, of course. And unfortunately, you know, yeah. I can't give that out. Yeah. And that's why I tell the boy that I talk to, you know, um, well, I understand that. I have a friend that works for the district attorney's office in LA, and she told me right away, mm-hmm. you're not going to be answered right away, and this is why. So mm-hmm. I very much understand because she explains everything to me. And because of that, I explain that to my family, and it's so supportive of not knowing because mm-hmm. we'd rather find who did it than know. So we, we all very much understand that. Okay. So, um, I was I was put to ease that, you know, they didn't suffer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and exactly what happened. You know, there's 
several different scenarios that could have occurred. So we're looking into all the possibilities. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of things going on that we're working on right now. Some, sometimes things that we need um, or that we, we request mm-hmm. takes time to get. Right. Okay, so that's kind of part of, you know, building it. It's not like television where they go into their office and they punch on a computer and you know something about so-so and it pops up, you know, who they are and their address and, you know, where they right. banked and shopped and their phone records and where their phone's at exactly right now. You know, like television, you know. Um, but I'm assuming you guys are looking to phone records and the cell phone records, too. Um, she talked. 
in the lot and call at three in the morning. And anytime she wanted to call, she would mm-hmm. call Brandon. Call Brandon. Um, let's see. I think he was already out of high school. Um, very, very sweet kid. Very respectful, very nice. Um, but um, I think he might have been out of school for a year already. So maybe I can do it later. Um, and they live on 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 our street street, and so you know the whole family has been over there lots of times as well. Both of his parents lost that family. Um, yeah, and and they can actually tell me all of our other friends have translated because they all hung out in groups. So so there's quite a few. Um, or a handful of other people that she spent a lot of time with. And mm-hmm. Brandon would be able to tell you all of them. I'm not sleeping. I just can't do it. And I'm just like that. 
And Becky works for Radio with Denny because she's in the Palestine place also. And for me to find out that it happened so early, I was like, I know they were late. I know they were. There's no way they were sleeping. Um, so now, did, um, when, when, were, when was the fire department or any calls, like, do you know at what time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So the one thing I want to know is, does, um, is there a guard up there? I really support home care last night, you know, so long as you in the house. I'd really like to see that. Well, we're up there again right now. I'm going through stuff yeah, I'd love with sisters and things like that. Some personal belongings. I, I, I would love that. I don't have anything for my mom and my sister. Uh, well, the whole house is completely destroyed. I know. It's all the pictures on mom. And there's part of the garage is still standing. Right. But apart from it. Yeah, there's a lot of things in the okay. part of the garage. And let us go in there because it's not safe. Okay. So, um, once we're done, we won't post guards anymore. Okay. Um, I just don't want everyone coming the paper spot. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's five cars up there still. So, um, Can you go up there, please? Yeah, you can see that. Okay. Um, I'm, you're going to get real close right now, so almost still there, but, um, you know, when we're done. Yeah, I'll, I mean, all my family is here. Right. And I think it's good. You're going to be there for a couple of days? Um, my grandmother, my Mm-hmm. You know, at my age, my mom is just never like that. And 
Dawn said that um, today when Drew gets in, um, I guess we're all in the middle of and figure out the proper medium. There's not much left. Just got real. Only at Chessington World of Adventures. Featuring Daredevil Dad, Mom on a Mission, and the kids who can't wait to ride the world's first Jumanji roller coaster. An epic adventure awaits. World of Jumanji. Only at Chessington World of Adventures. Book this summer's must-do day out at Chessington.com. 